1: Bazinga! What? No. What was that? Welcome to the Ball Blast Podcast. Okay, you're never allowed to start that way again.
0: Bazinga? What, you're not a uh, a I, fan of... The Big Bang Theory? Yeah. I am,
1: but no, not not when you do that. Bang
0: Bang. So, no? No. Well, fine then. We're, we're just gonna get into the show then. Okay. If I can't talk about Big Bang... We're just going to get into the into the show. Yeah, let's talk about football. Let's get into the ball blast instead of the big bang. Ooh, good one. Yeah, I know. I'm I got them locked and loaded for the night, everybody. This is the Ball Blast Podcast, a proud member of the Ross Tucker Podcast Network. I'm your host, Kate, and I'm Michelle. And you can find me on Twitter at ffballblast, and you can find me at ballblast um ballblast e m. Michelle, it has been a very exciting week too. Lots of Lots of like really big news to talk about here. Should should we just get into it? Because it it hurts my soul to have to get through these. Yeah, might...
1: there's a lot of injuries and uh, one real big sad one for us. But let's get into it.
0: This just in: breaking news. Breaking news. Michelle, our very own quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger, placed on season-ending injured reserve with an elbow injury. He will have surgical repair on that, I think, this week. His season is done. It's Mason Rudolph time. Tell me, what does this mean for the Pittsburgh Steelers? I mean, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing for any of the fantasy assets, although I will say, I mean, we have a fairly limited sample size, I feel like it was sort of really hard to gauge the Steelers offense against the Patriots because they're the Patriots and we just always get squabbled there. But the offense
1: (laughs) was struggling with Ben. Mason comes in and a, if I could trade, you know, Mason for Ben right now, I would do it. Like I want Ben in the game. I want Ben to be healthy. He's our, he's our quarterback and he's great. But when Mason came in, we saw, I think 30% was past, um, uh play action thank you play action and with ben you don't see that at all like he runs at the least amount of times in the nfl so with mason we saw that happening they were moving the ball down the field i mean mason was 12 of 19 112 yards Two touchdowns. That's pretty good for one half. He did throw one interception, was which not was not his fault whatsoever. It Yikes,
0: was, Dante Moncrief. It was in like on target, perfectly Butta in
1: Moncrief's hands. In you know, butter hands. Moncrief just like tipped it right into the air to a defender. So, and I'm pretty sure Moncrief either didn't play again or Rudolph I, learned his lesson. And was like you're not getting another target.
0: I don't re- really remember seeing him on the field much after that happened and if at all. I it was it, I think he was benched. He Good. certainly deserved it. It literally looks as though somebody took WD-40 lubed up his hands before the game and they're like good luck out there man he's so bad he's so bad
1: and you saw already Ben targeted him 10 times in the first game not once he Moncrief only got one target this game and it was a target from Rudolph Rudolph tried him out as soon as he got in there and right away he that disappointed him so he's it was now, a nice pass
0: right into his hands he's
1: now messed it up with two quarterbacks yeah he's, he's going to struggle I hope he sees less and less playing time, just from what we've seen from him. It's just been really bad. I, I think the play action can open up the run game. I, we were getting very predictable. I mean, it just is what it is when you never do play action. I think we can get a little bit more creative with Mason Rudolph. He will be flexible. Some things that people say about Ben is that he likes to play certain He's a certain stubborn way. old man. He doesn't listen to his OC. So let's just see what happens Juju got targeted more when Rudolph was in the game. Vance McDonald had two touchdowns with yeah. Mason Rudolph. That was nice. We'll see what happens. And no, is this offense better without Ben Roethlisberger?
0: No, no. But it it might. I mean, there's definitely a an opportunity, maybe for a young James Washington. Wrote about him in my Roto World trade targets column today. Um, I think this is the perfect time to buy him because we didn't even really see that much of him this week. Even I I honestly expected as soon as Mason Rudolph came on the field that James Washington would just march along with him. I know. And they really didn't play him that much.
1: I think you're going to have to get him from an owner who doesn't know about the college connection. Yeah, maybe see them play together in the preseason. Yeah. That's because everyone's excited right now about James Washington. Their connection is something special. Uh, College was really special. It's the reason why James Washington went so early in the NFL draft because Mason Rudolph loved him in college, loved connecting with him. Had over 4,000
0: yards together in college.
1: Yeah. And then in the preseason, they always have shown that connection the last two. Uh, two years so I'm excited to see where this goes Mason could be the Steelers next quarterback you know forever yeah the foreseeable was future. drafted
0: in the third round that was the pick uh that the Steelers got for trading Martavis Bryant so I can't wait to see what we do with our yeah. our uh oh wait we already had that third rounder man I was gonna say we're gonna do something really exciting with the the next third rounder. Deontay runner. Johnson yeah baby we yeah. love we love Deontay Johnson Another injury for the Steelers, James Conner exited Sunday's game with a knee injury. He had testing done today. Sounds like he's fine. He said he's confident
1: he will suit up in week three versus the 49ers. He says there's no tears, no damage to his knee. So I think he's good to go. And I'm happy about that. Very happy we need James Conner in the game. I know he's been struggling for yards per carry. He's still great. And I, I think the Steelers offense needs him to succeed. So I'm excited that he'll be back.
0: Another injury, this time in the NFC, we've got Drew Brees requiring surgery on his thumb. Exited Sunday's game, saw Teddy Bridgewater come in. He will plan to miss at least six weeks. What does this mean for Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara? Should we be worried about these guys?
1: I think we should be. Bridgewater, you know, he's never really produced many fantasy-relevant Wide receivers. He was 17 for 30, 165 yards, zero touchdowns. He did play the majority of the game. Breeze, you know, got hurt in the first quarter. It's against the Rams. You expect it to be a high-scoring game.
0: Rams secondary is no joke, though. So perhaps against a leakier defense, might see something. It was on the road, so maybe that also had something to do with it. Might play a little bit better at home. Get the Drew Brees syndrome.
1: Uh, Michael Thomas still had 10 receptions, 89 yards.
0: I think you shouldn't be worried about the target share with no, Michael Thomas. the target Thomas.
1: share will still be there. It's just about, will the touchdowns be there?
0: It's about the upside. You yeah. lose the upside that Michael Thomas gives you. He's still going to be Michael Thomas. It's just about maybe the, the target quality. And Teddy Bridgewater, he's still a good quarterback. The issue, though, with
1: Alvin Kamara, he only had one reception in this game. He's Teddy Bridgewater's a running quarterback.
0: Ooh. Now,
1: running quarterbacks t- typically do not throw two running backs. Because they'd they, rather run. They'd rather run when they're in trouble instead of dump it off. So that is something you have to be worried about with Alvin Kamara, that he gets a ton of his yards through the passing game.
0: All right, well, I still
1: think Kamara will be fine. Again, I just think his ceiling is capped.
0: Is this so, a dynasty buy low for Michael Thomas?
1: I don't know if I want to go do that. His name is still too...
0: Too worthy. Mm -hmm.
1: So maybe you wait for him to struggle a little bit with Teddy Bridgewater. His value will keep going down. I guess you missed your window if he still produces with Teddy Bridgewater, but that's a risk I'm willing to take. Same thing with Elvin Kamara. I'd rather see, you know, are they struggling with Teddy and then buy them a little bit later when they're at a discount?
0: Yeah. Tyrell Williams dealing with a hit pointer. He's officially questionable for week three versus the Vikings. Not super excited about him in this matchup anyway. Xavier Rhodes has handled much better wide receivers. Not that Ty Williams isn't a good receiver, but if he can hold Hopkins and Jones to mediocre fantasy days, I think we should be worried about Terrell Williams regardless. He's not going to be on my start of the week this week.
1: No, he's not. And I, I wouldn't even play him if he was healthy, like you just said. They held or like Xavier Rhodes himself held Julio Jones to basically nothing until Julio got a really late touchdown, just like just to save time. the day. And then Hopkins last week four receptions for forty yards, zero touchdowns. So I, I do think those two players are a little bit better than Tyrell Williams, especially with this injury. I won't be touching him next week.
0: Absolutely, we've got Devin Singletary, our baby boy. He's considered day to day with a hamstring injury, little worrisome. Um, hamstring injuries are nothing to mess around with. Any of those soft tissue injuries, you want to rehab them appropriately, get proper rest, a little worried about that out- outlook. They're easy to reaggravate.
1: I know. I almost hope he sits out one game. Just really lets it heal up because I could see them – it's, he's day to day. So if he plays next week, I'm just nervous. He doesn't give it enough time to heal. He plays. It actually gets worse. Frank Gore did a little bit better last game, averaged 3.6 yards per carry instead of 1.8. He, he did drill it into the the end zone there. He looked awesome. He looked like a monster. Frank Gore is fine. So I think the bills can win with Frank Gore. I still don't want to own him in fantasy. He just gives you no upside. He will get a ton of carries, maybe 60 yards maybe he can push in that touchdown, but I just don't want to own him. It does suck for Singletary because he was finally starting to look like, you know, he could take over this backfield, and now it's just going to put a little bit of
0: damper puts on Puts a that. damper on it. But you know what? Hey, I'm I'm okay buying low if people are worried about this. Uh, last season we saw a lot of hamstring issues that lingered and caused our fantasy team's pain. Go target Somebody who was the victim of a hamstring injury last season.
1: Yeah, and but now I'm like nervous for Devin Singletary. Like I wouldn't want to go trade for him. We have no idea how this injury will.
0: Not in a redraft. Go go trade a lower, lower prospect in a dynasty league for maybe a contender who happened to get Devin Singletary.
1: Okay,
0: I'm just saying. I don't hate it. I'm just saying. I hope he comes back soon, though. Although maybe they need to rely a little bit less on the run because. Josh Allen, he's looking pretty good. He's looking like he can pass the ball. He's not just Mr. Legs anymore. He's he's Mr. Allen, two arms and two legs.
1: I I love Josh Allen in fantasy. I love Josh Allen as an NFL quarterback. I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. And I like owning him. I have him in a couple of leagues. It's fun to play him. He always comes through for you.
0: Yeah, I really like I really like Josh Allen. You know, I think the Bills are officially sabotaging, trying to eke out every team in the AFC. So they got the Steelers down, they got the Colts down. What other NFL quarterbacks will the Bills? They already the Jaguars. Subject? Yeah, why is this
1: the Bills' fault?
0: I don't know, because they're just it, they're out to sabotage all because of these. Because they're definitely
1: going for the wild card. We already know that the oh, Patriots yeah, are are getting that. Uh, that AFC East championship. So yeah, they have to kill out all the card. teams that, you know, can grab that wild card. Yeah. Last this of quarterback's is the
0: Eagle fan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Next up, David Johnson. I'm happy
1: you laughed at yourself that hard. Oh. Go. <laughs> David Johnson, next up, he he hurt his wrist during the game, came out for a little bit, came back in. He should be fine for week three. What's concerning is that he only had seven carries and one target in this game. He did play 60% of snaps. They might have just been uh, playing it easy with him. They didn't want to put too much work on him since he was banged up. I think he'll be fine for week three. It was a hard matchup, but that usage is concerning, and that will definitely have to go up week three for us to feel good about playing him You know, every single week.
0: Yeah. Josh Jacobs dealing with a groin issue might be at risk to miss week three. We'll see how the week progresses. Keep an eye on those practice reports. John Gruden clearly wants to use him as this bell cow running back. Does it worry you at all that he's already got a groin issue just after two games of heavier usage? And we don't have the history of him being a bell cow.
1: Yeah, that's what we were saying to begin with in the offseason, that if he is used as a bell cow, we don't know if he can stay healthy through that because he never has ever had to do that. So, yes, this is a concern. I don't think it's too big of an issue. It could slow him down a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays week three. We're just going to have to watch the practice reports and see what happens there.
0: Michael Gallup, he's going to be undergoing a knee surgery to trim his torn meniscus. Will miss two to four weeks. No structural damage aside from the meniscus tear, which is a good thing, but sets him back in the timeline, sets him back in the offense. Do you think this is an opportunity for maybe Randall Cobb, who's looked decent? He had a great week one, perhaps with increased opportunity in the offense. Is he on any of your fantasy radars or is it worth a waiver wire pickup?
1: No. I just, no. No? Like, my face right now feels like it's disgusted.
0: Yeah, stop looking at me like that.
1: I mean, I just, I don't care for Randall Cobb. He's, again, one of those Randall guys. Randall Cobb doesn't care for you. He's one of those guys that could get 10 targets and, like, 53. He's Cole yards. Beasley. He is. He's Cole Beasley who ended up having a pretty decent game last week, but Michael Gallup, I was really excited about him. He even came out he had a fine game, six receptions, 68 yards. We know his knee was hurting. I think he's back in two weeks. Like I think he misses two games and then he'll be back. This, the injury sounds like it's, it's the best that it could go from what, okay. from what we knew.
0: All right. Alshon Jeffrey came out with a calf injury. Question, uh, Questionable for week three, Deshaun Jackson also came out of this game. They were just going down one by one by one. Carson Wentz came out of the game for a little bit, came back in. He was evaluated for a concussion, but also looked like his, his rib cage got banged up a little bit. We were thinking he might have been playing with broken ribs at the time, but Nelson Aguilar balled out he did. without Deshaun Jackson and without... Alshon Jeffrey do you like what are you willing to spin you got to be considering him as a waiver wire pickup right
1: but if Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson come back this week then he's
0: pointless are you willing to risk it for the biscuit
1: no I'm not I just think this helps Zach Ertz Zach Ertz will be targeted like crazy maybe Nelson Aguilar has another game like this eight receptions 107 yards and one touchdown but I don't really want to waste my waiver priority or, you know, drop someone from my bench if I don't need to or spend fab money on Nelson Aguilar.
0: Okay. So you're not buying into any of the other pass catchers in Philadelphia as a fill-in?
1: I think Nelson Aguilar is the fill-in. So if you want to, if you want to grab someone, that's it. I just think Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson could even play week three, even though it's not looking likely for Alshon Jeffrey, but they'll be back sooner than later. Okay. Yeah, if you want to grab someone, it's Nelson Aguilar. I'm just not spending a lot on him, and I don't want to drop someone that could be useful for me in the long term. Like like someone, like I have a Miles Sanders on my bench. That would be someone I would have to drop for a Nelson Aguilar, and I'm not willing to do that, even though Miles Sanders has been a really big disappointment so far. He's been getting the carries. He's just not doing much with them, but I'm going to hold on to him because I think long term he gives me a lot more value than a Nelson Aguilar.
0: Yeah, I absolutely agree. I'm always going for who I think might be able to provide long-term value. LaShawn McCoy this week suffered an ankle injury late in the game. We're still waiting for an update on that. Damian Williams also uh, with a knee injury. Chiefs aren't necessarily worried, but are you buying some shares of Darwin Thompson?
1: See, this is someone that I'd rather put my money in on than Nelson Aguilar. Like, Darwin Thompson, if LaShawn McCoy misses time, if Damian Williams has to miss time, Darwin Thompson could be a steal. And if he balls out, he might get to keep his playing time.
0: Yeah, we've seen some usage in the passing game. He's looked good.
1: It's not like McCoy or Damian looked very good last week at all. They actually both look pretty terrible.
0: It's kind of like a wash, though, right? Because you have both of these guys sniping carries from each other, and I think... "Eh." Neither of them looks great without a big workload, so you're just sort of delu- – it's the most annoying timeshare because if you had a really good running back in there, like a Melvin Gordon or something like that, it would look pretty good. It would look very pretty. And you know Pat Mahomes would be th- tossing them dimes to Mr. Melvin Gordon, who likes to catch the ball. Should we get into our Week 2 winners? Yes, please. We will get there in a minute, Michelle, but first I want to talk about fantasygo.com. Fantasy Go is the only place for you to hook up your Yahoo fantasy football accounts, put your login information in there, pick your favorite analyst. You go to the analyst marketplace. You can find me, Kate M. And you can find me, Michelle M., your actual favorite analyst. Ouch. That was harsh. I do feel, I I feel like I'm a, a strong second contender here. But yeah, you go to the fantasy analyst marketplace, you pick your favorite analyst, you get to have them set your lineup for that week and whatever future week you shall choose. And we could do waiver wire pickups. Yes. And you know what the best part, the coolest part, Michelle? So you're you're sitting there, you're helping somebody with their fantasy go lineup. You see, uh, who do you see out there? You see a little Rashad Penny? Maybe that person has a little Dante Pettis. You do a little adzy dropsy. And guess what? They think it's Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo just picked up Rashad Penny. And then Michelle pulls off her clown costume and her clown mask, and it's her. Of course, Michelle's the only person picking up Rashad Penny, right? This is a weird story. Hey, anyway, the point is, they will be none the wiser that it is the ball blast girls helping you with your waiver wire moves. So don't forget to check out fantasygo.com. Awesome. Yes. I am back. I
1: love them and love them. I don't care who knows it.
0: Michelle, I got to eat it on this one. There is one guy in this preseason that I had no belief in. For the 2019 season and that was Dalvin Cook. Yikes. I'm looking to be wrong.
1: I'm with you. I I don't think we were too down on him, but we weren't high on him at all. Now, one thing I'll say is that we just brought up his injury history. It's only week two. So that's the only reason we weren't high on him is injury history. That's it. Five straight years of an injury. Just saying, just be careful. But he's looking, he's on fire.
0: He looks extremely healthy. He's got 154 rushing yards this week, one touchdown, three receptions, 37 receiving yards. That guy is on fire. He is on pace as the running back two so far this season, just through two games, but still worth noting, because I feel like he's going to be the top running back, the lead running back, uh, at least in the top five, for for a good amount of time with that chunk of yards he's gained in two weeks. He looks
1: great. He's getting the carries. So he's not just doing this for 10 carries, you know, and you're saying that can't, that's not sustainable. This is because he's getting so many carries. His attempts um, so far is second in the league for running backs, Uh, rushing yards. He's first. He just looks really good. And if you, if you trusted Dalvin Cook, and you, you drafted him in the second round. You're right being now, rewarded. You're, yeah, right now you're being very rewarded. He's killing it.
0: He looks incredible. Aaron Jones finally saw some workload as well. 23 attempts, 116 rushing yards, one touchdown, four receptions, 34 receiving yards. He looked like Aaron Jones.
1: He looked very good. And what's the best part of that that you're reading off right now? You tell me. We haven't talked about this, but I just want to see if you can get it. You tell me what the best part of that four stat receptions. line is. No, even though that's that's a beautiful thing.
0: 23 attempts.
1: 23 attempts. Yeah. Good job. That is six more attempts than his highest attempts in 2018 in any game.
0: Do I get a gold star? Yeah, sure. Okay.
1: I'll I'll, I'll make one up for you after. 23 attempts is awesome and then four more receptions. That makes me excited about Aaron Jones. That's what we wanted to see this year. That is free Aaron Jones. Hashtag free Aaron Jones. Yeah, baby.
0: He's he, back. He, he
1: finally got let out of jail, <laughs> and I'm very excited for him this season. I, yeah. He has is he to just parole? stay healthy. That's all. Is he on parole? Yeah, we got to be a little bit weary of him.
0: A little bit weary. But you know what? Like the, the defensive play, it, they look to be paying attention to Aaron Jones, but he just looked tough. He looked elusive. He found the open lanes, he looked absolutely fantastic. Austin I, that's Eckler though. We, we
1: told people, before we get into Austin Eckler, we told people, don't worry after week one. It was the Chicago Bears. They were dominant. We were not expecting Aaron Jones to do well. This game, I was even cautious. I was like, it's still Minnesota. We saw them shut down Devonta Freeman. That's what made me nervous about Aaron Jones going into this game. Well, it turns out Devonta Freeman just is not poopy. doing too well. He's a little poopy. So that makes me even more nervous about Freeman by how hard the Vikings shut him down. We just thought they had a really good rushing defense, and which now, they have or,
0: historically. So that yeah. belief is understandable. But yeah, I'm I'm worried about Devonta Freeman. We'll but, get to him you, in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to him a little bit later. Austin Eckler, the the running back one uh, in PPR format. Austin Moses. Eckler is the running
1: back one, and you got him what sixth round at the earliest. Some people maybe maybe reach for him in the fifth, but he was a steal. He's a steal. I'm, I took him in a lot of things. I'm very happy about it. They're yeah, happy.
0: he's he's very much Melvin hurting Gordon, Melvin please Gordon. Please just
1: stay on your couch, you know, just just enjoy it. You're you're not getting injured, you're not getting hit. You're having a great time. I think you should just keep
0: You're selfish.
1: Keep going with your vacation because everything I own Austin Eckler and I don't own Melvin Gordon.
0: I own a lot of Melvin Gordon so I, I'm sweating.
1: I own Gordon and actually nothing. So, please The best just case hold scenario out,
0: for Melvin Gordon is that he is traded because I do not see after I I honestly feel like the Chargers are making it a point to stick it to Gordon like
1: And Justin Jackson has looked pretty decent as well. He's looked fantastic
0: and he just hasn't gotten a huge carry volume but he's looked great as well. So long
1: touchdown yeah. taken back on a penalty. And
0: <laughs> I like I just have to feel bad for Melvin Gordon though cuz he thought he was making a point and he What's the opposite of making a point?
1: what Le'Veon Bell did last
0: year. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But Le'Veon Bell ended up getting his money somewhat. Not as much as he thought. But I, I still think Melvin Gordon will get a contract. I just can't imagine it's with the Chargers because why?
0: Why? I think what's going to happen, there's going to be some catastrophic injury to a starter, to a big starter. We don't want to ever wish that. But I think this is, I feel like this is sort of the narrative every year. Some team's going to need them. They're going to call up the Chargers, and they're going to pay the price.
1: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, You would think. Or Austin Eckler gets hurt because he is prone to injuries, and then the Chargers are like, all right, Gordon, get in here.
0: We'll pay you. Yeah, we'll see about that. Mark Andrews looking like the stud muffin that he is. Eight receptions, 112 yards, and one touchdown. Good Lord.
1: You know what's really fun? When you, when you play O.J. Howard over Mark Andrews.
0: Yeah, I've done it.
1: That's a blast. It. It's so much fun. Been there, done that, baby. I guess it's a good thing to have Mark Andrews as a bunch piece since O.J. Howard has just disappeared yeah, in God. life. But Mark Andrews is looking legit. He is the tight end one through two weeks for the tight end position, obviously, since I just said tight end one. Yeah the tight end one he's getting the targets last year he wasn't so he was just getting huge trunk plays he wasn't getting very many targets at all from lamar jackson this season he is getting the targets like a lot of targets which is what you want to see that's what's sustainable and i love mark andrews for this whole season
0: i love mark andrews
1: he will keep winning you weeks he's an auto start don't overthink it this week michelle i'm talking to myself
0: yeah michelle don't get cute,
1: girl. Some other league winners at the quarterback position, Patrick Mahomes, shocker, 443 yards, four touchdowns, that uh, regression that we've been talking about all offseason looks to, you know, Patrick Mahomes is just trying to make us look stupid at this point. He looks amazing. He is just amazing. And he's really fun to watch.
0: Yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. And now we're watching Luke Folk. like. This, oh, how the mighty fall. Yeah.
1: If you haven't watched the game yet uh, for Monday Night Football, Trevor Simeon got hurt. So we get to watch Luke Folk tonight. Fun time.
0: Yeah. Brutal, Look. brutal looking ankle injury for Trevor Simeon. Talk about news. Yikes.
1: Yeah. That, that was, don't watch it if you haven't. Do not watch that clip. <sighs> no. It makes your stomach churn.
0: Yeah. I hate, I hate injuries like that. And ESPN played it probably four times in a row. Stop
1: it. Not injured at all. Looking awesome is Lamar Jackson. He was also a league uh, week winner for you. 272 passing yards, two touchdowns. Best part was that 120 rushing yards, baby.
0: Got it done on the ground, which is what we wanted to see. To provide him a safer floor, you kind of want him to run the ball. Wasn't expecting that after week one. He he didn't do much in the ground week one. So definitely, definitely keeping our eyes peeled. Dak Prescott, the QB three.
1: He's he been looks killing fantastic. It in the first two weeks. 269 yards this week, three touchdowns, 69 rushing yards to add to that. If you drafted Dak late, man, he's making you happy. Same thing with Lamar. Lamar was a super late pick as well. And so we let's just get into it really quick. We, we told everyone, you know, don't draft Patrick Mahomes because you can get guys later. This is kind of one of those situations where, yes, Patrick Mahomes is awesome, but the difference between him and Lamar and Dak right now is... Very limited. It doesn't really matter. Are you going to give up that Dalvin Cook, that Aaron Jones, to upgrade from Lamar to Patrick Mahomes? Not right now. We'll see how the season goes on.
0: Yeah. It, time will tell. Time will definitely tell. Um, what do we got next? Should we get into some big boy busts? Oh, man. The oh, guys that made you sad. Those those poopers. Let's get into it. What is going on? I'm so confused, man just disappointed if you had some of these guys in your lineups i am sorry
1: yeah you probably didn't do too well if you had more than one of these guys in yeah your
0: lineups. mitch trubisky continues to absolutely Ooh. struggle 120 passing yards zero touchdowns eight rushing yards 4.4 4 <laughs> yards per completion Gross. Like gross. Absolutely. He's own, not looking like the guy they traded up for. Yeah.
1: If you own Trubisky, you gotta let him go. You I cut mean, him. You probably should have let him go after week one. But if you still you know, if you're a Bears fan and you really wanted to hold on to him, it's time. It's time to let him go.
0: What made what made Mitch Trubisky so valuable last year was his rushing ability. Mm-hmm. We saw towards the second half of the season, he got injured. Came back from injury, didn't rush as much, and guess what? That floor dropped dramatically, and that's what I think we're seeing right now. He's not taking the time to run the ball. He, I don't know if it's just a change in the game plan or if it's... yeah. We
1: saw him do... He had a stretch. He was dominant, and then he got hurt, and he just fell off the face of the earth.
0: Yeah, he hasn't been the same guy since he came back from that injury.
1: Since he came back, it was week 14, uh, sorry, five points, nineteen, which is okay. Twelve points, ten points, and now this year eight points, five points. Yikes! He just—he's killed you. The last five out of the six games he's played
0: in a super flex. You could do better. That's pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean you might be stuck playing him, but I'm sorry. And then his his favorite target, Allen Robinson, seven targets, four receptions, forty one yards, and. That might be what you get some weeks because you're you have Trubisky at the quarterback position.
0: I might use this as a buy low for Allen Robinson though. He's he's looked very good. He looks very healthy. Maybe you buy him low at this point, and then you know he might be one of those guys that's just worth a little bit more when he's playing at home. Which I think that the Chicago Bears in general are a team that plays better at home. So I don't know, maybe. Maybe.
1: You wanna think it's because they're playing Denver. We did see, you know, Derek Carr and Tyrell Williams
0: and just go Darren off Darren Waller
1: them. go off on them, but
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think Allen Robinson will be okay. You are going to have inconsistencies though because of the because of the quarterback.
0: Yeah. Uh, my start of the week, hundred and ninety eight passing yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Derek Carr, what are you doing, man? Oof. Yeah. That's like all we I have just to say. said,
1: against Denver, week one, you look great. Looked absolutely great, you would think, against Kansas City. He actually always says really great against Kansas City. Not
0: this week. Not good. No. Uh, ben Roethlisberger, I know he's out for the season, but, man, did he have a tough day. Just 75 passing yards in the, in the first half before going out with the elbow injury. Didn't look good. No, and he irrelevant. didn't, but
1: they did say that, you know, in after the New England game, there was some swelling with the elbow and that through practice he was dealing with it. So teammates did know. I wish, you know, we would have known because we well, I did me- tell a good amount of people to play Ben. I yeah. thought he was gonna have a good day. Clearly it was hurting him. Seattle's defense looked pretty good. I think if he played the second half, he would have made it up a bit. We saw Mason Rudolph go. Eight, two touchdowns, 100-and-something yards just in the second half. So I think Ben would have had a fine day. Baby goat. If he didn't miss the whole second half.
0: Mesa Rudolph's the baby goat.
1: Yeah. David Johnson, rough, rough day, 14 rushing yards, one reception for zero yards. It's a total of 14 yards. <laughs> but he did get that one-yard touchdown. To Thank God. save his day somewhat. He was our fade of the week.
0: So CMC. At least
1: we got something right, right?
0: We got a lot right this week, girl. We had a good week. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait a humble brag. Oh no, that wasn't a humble brag. Sorry. Just straight up brag. It was just a straight up brag. Okay. Uh, CMC 37 rushing yards, two receptions for 16 yards. Are you worried about him long term?
1: I'm not. I'm worried about the offense. I think the Cam Bucks Newton. The Bucks defense might just be actually good. I need to see one more week from them and if Show they, me If they prove to be this dominant again, we're going to have to start taking them seriously and be worried about players going up against them. I'm not worried about Christian McCaffrey. I am worried about Cam Newton, but that's a whole other topic.
0: He looks absolutely atrocious.
1: He ended up getting like 13 or 14 points, Cam Newton, which is a shocker. He he needs to start running, and until he starts running, he's going to be bad. I'm hoping his foot in these 10 days from Thursday night game to Sunday is able to heal up a little bit.
0: Coach Rod Rivera said, don't worry about the foot. Okay, well, are I would rather him say that the foot just needs more
1: time to heal. Like, if I sprain my foot, it needs a couple weeks to heal. I'd rather hear that and know, okay, he will get back to normal. Not that the foot's fine. Well, then run your dude then. Like, what are you doing? It makes you look like a terrible coach. If you say the foot's fine, that makes no sense. Ugh.
0: All Either right. the foot's not fine or we really just have to, Be worried about Cam Newton because he looks just that bad.
1: Yeah, he does not look good. He does not
0: look good. Uh, Alvin Kamara, 45 rushing yards, just one reception for 15 yards. We talked about this a little bit with the offense moving forward for Teddy Bridgewater.
1: Not great, not great. And I think his targets will go down. But I still think he's an easy plug and play every week he will give you those running back one weeks he will explode just got to be patient with them maybe temper expectations uh, another high profile running back we have Joe Mixon so so far guys that really disappointed you. we have David Johnson CMC Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon all guys taken in the first or very early second round
0: Lev Bell looks like he might be having one of those days as well he has
1: like 100 receptions it feels like but no no yards But anyways, going back to Sunday's games, Joe Mixon, 27 total yards. Not great. He was coming off that injury. Hopefully, after his ankle can heal up a little bit more, he'll do better. And that offensive line needs to block for him. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, Duke Johnson, 31 rushing yards, zero receptions.
0: The takeaway here is Carlos Hyde.
1: He had 20 carries, Carlos Hyde, compared to uh, Duke Johnson, I think received six carries, if I'm correct. Not great,
0: no. Not something I think that
1: you're looking forward to. You you wanted Duke Johnson to be the main guy here, and guess what? It's Carlos Hyde right now.
0: And Carlos Hyde has looked fine.
1: He's looking fine. He got 90 yards on his 20 carries. Nothing, you know, too exciting. But I don't think you can use either of these guys right now. They don't use a running back at the goal line. He Deshaun Watson isn't throwing to his running backs.
0: It's it's not a a Panthers kind of situation where. The rush, the Russian quarterback opens up the lanes for the run. He just takes the carries. He, he has all those designed goal line runs. Yeah, when
1: they get to the goal line, it's Deshaun Watson. It's not a running back. And Duke Johnson has six targets in two weeks. Only one target last week. I, I don't. Love I'm it. worried. I'm I, officially worried. Sitting Duke Johnson on my bench until he his usage goes up.
0: Damian Williams eight rushing yards, three receptions for 48 yards. Thank God. Are we? Officially, I mean, we've been worried about Damian Williams, but we said it was more the draft cost. So are we just worried about his prospects in general right now? Because they, they're looking pretty pass heavy. He got a little banged up in this game here. Three
1: receptions for 48 yards saved his day a little bit, just a little bit. But eight rushing yards, that's 0.9 yards per carry he had. Not good.
0: That's no bueno.
1: And if he keeps doing that, I don't know how Andy Reid keeps putting him in the field because then teams just have to know that you're going to be throwing the ball.
0: Yeah, not a good thing. He has to be able to produce
1: somewhat on the ground.
0: Yeah, Robert Woods, uh, because you know what? If he can't show it on the ground, he's Duke Johnson. Yeah. That's what he is. Robert Woods, two receptions, 33 yards, just saw two targets in this game. It was not his game. Are you worried about him moving forward? I think... I wanted to see a little bit more from him at home with everybody healthy, but it was like the Cooper Cup show.
1: Yeah, he had 70 yards week one, eight receptions. I'm not too worried. I just don't think he's going to be as consistent and as dominant as he was last season. There's really no reason for it because he was really good even with Cooper Cup last season when Cup was healthy. I, I don't trust Robert Woods that much, but he's he's a play each week. You just I don't ever expect big boom games from him because he's not the type of guy to do that for you.
0: T. D. Westbrook five targets one reception for three yards. Yeah, without, that died quick. Without Foles in I, I probably am cutting
1: Westbrook. Like what are you hoping for with Westbrook when you play him? The, I feel like he has no ceiling. And he really doesn't have that great of a floor either, as we just saw, one reception, three yards. There's so many wide receivers out there. There's just no reason to really keep Westbrook. It's it's just one of those things where if he was a running back struggling right now, I hold on to them a little bit longer because running backs are harder to replace. But with a wide receiver, you just have too many options, especially this early in the season. I'm willing to move on, pick someone else up that has higher upside. If I'm wrong about this, and oh well. But I don't see Westbrook going off and doing much of anything for the rest of the season.
0: No. Jared Cook, two receptions, 25 yards. He doesn't get breeze for at least six games. Could this be an upgrade for Cook? No. I no. mean,
1: as we said earlier, Bridgewater played most of the game, and he still only had two receptions for 25 yards. Yeah. Jared Cook was a thing last year because he was the focal point of the offense. He no longer is. That's why we're seeing it's a, a difference Thomas in play. Thomas show. Yeah, so Jared Cook is droppable to me.
0: Wow. I think he still has trade value, though.
1: Ugh, Not I, after
0: this. I, I don't think this week is a good week to, to sell him. Both weeks.
1: Did he get more than 25 yards?
0: I feel like he has trade value just on, on name still. I think I can find a desperate owner.
1: If you can, absolutely try first. But then it's going to be one of those things, like in the NFL, where you're like, they're looking for a trade partner. And then, like, five seconds later, they're cut. And it's like, just everyone knows you're going to cut them, anyways
0: um tj hawkinson is obviously a terrible tight end three targets one reception for seven yards
1: just awful a no, terrible it was a bad game for him second nfl game he just wasn't used and that's what's expected of a rookie tight end please know we that was sarcasm we really like tj hawkinson and oh, his yeah. talent if you spend a lot of your fab on him That doesn't feel too good. It was a really hard matchup. So I'm not worried about him moving forward, but this is his rookie season. There's going to be ups and downs. The tight end position is very hard to learn and to adjust to in the NFL. So just be patient with him.
0: I think he's still got a lot of trade value. If he has another couple of bad weeks, though, keep your eyes peeled because you might be able to target a frustrated owner because he is going to have an outstanding career. Yes, he will. He looks Gronkian. Yes, he does. Gronkalicious. <laughs> also notably poopy tonight. Jamison Crowder, one target. To be reception. fair, they are on their third quarterback tonight.
1: They haven't moved the ball. I swear, Bell touches the ball in every play, but he's still not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere, and it's he's getting like every target goes to Le'Veon Bell, which is great in PPR. But I think he has like three yards per reception. He just made a sick play, actually. But Le'Veon Bell will, might be the only player you can use in fantasy for the Jets. for yeah, I mean, they're Until getting, Sam Darnold comes back, at least.
0: That offensive line, too, is just getting absolutely demolished. Demolished. Does not look good. No. No, it does not. But it looks good for the Browns defense. Miles Garrett is having a night. Last I looked, I think he had three sacks, unless I missed one.
1: Yeah, he looks great. Now, I think... I think we should get into our next segment, which is the one hit wonders are here to stay. Kind of like Jamison Crowder last week was a one hit wonder. Oh, he was. Or at least it looks like that. I think he was. Based, based on the quarterback play. Well, once Sandrano gets four. back, there's a chance, but woof, bad night. You nice, nice, fool me once, strike one, but fool me twice. Strike
0: three. Oh, I hope, I hope these guys are here to stay. Create some waiver wire gold, maybe.
1: Yeah, we need some, we need some of these guys to do well because it already feels like week two, the waiver wires are drying up.
0: They are, and I mean, we've started to see the injuries racking up already, just week two. So maybe these guys can have some sort of an impact on your team moving forward. Will Disley, five receptions, 50 passing or fifty receiving yards, two touchdowns, looked excellent. He looked really good, but so did all of the Seahawks. It was the Pittsburgh defense. Are you buying into him as a long-term asset?
1: You know, I was excited for Will Disley coming into this season. I thought week one he was going to show us something, and then he hurt his knee. And we already known he had he had like knee issues last season, so I dropped him. Yeah. In, in the leagues, I was taking a chance on him. I dropped him, and then he goes, you know, gets five receptions, fifty yards, and two touchdowns. I don't expect two touchdowns every week. I think he is. You might need a Will Disley if you draft an OJ Howard. I'm not dropping OJ Howard for Will Disley, but I do want to put OJ Howard on my bench for a little bit until his usage goes up until he thinks
0: about what he did yeah
1: udisley can go in there i'm okay picking him up i'm not you know spending too much on him or, or- maybe
0: if he had a hunter henry he might be a, a good fill in but i do think that it's it's too much of a run heavy offense to rely on him week in week out but you got to do what you got to do i think he's an interesting prospect i'm willing to spend some fab on him Raheem Mostert, 13 attempts, 83 rushing yards, plus three receptions, 68 yards, and a touchdown. He looked good. He looked really good. And you know what? I'm buying into Raheem Mostert as a, a here-to-stay because... Until Kevin
1: Coleman gets back, at least.
0: We've seen what happens to 49ers running backs. It's a carousel. And you know what? All of the running backs there looked really good. Brenda... Had 12 carries, 121 yards, just one target, no touchdowns, but also looked fantastic. Jeffrey Wilson killed it. Oh, my God. It was literally just a, a ball-out session for the 49ers running backs. And they do tend to all be injured. So, gosh, he was available in a lot of my dynasty leagues last week. Pick him up. If I'm sure he's not there anymore, but, I mean, I'm buying into him as a, a – bench stash
1: yeah I I would definitely pick up Mostert in a even in a redraft keep him on my bench for now Breda is you know gets injured a lot he doesn't miss a lot of games but he does get injured a lot and Mostart can still be that play if you need someone I don't love the matchup against Pittsburgh even though Penny Penny looked pretty decent uh, against that Pittsburgh defense Chris Carson struggled a little bit but was okay with a couple nice runs but so if I don't have to start Mostert this week I don't want to but if you have some injuries, I think he's a fine flex play.
0: Yeah, I uh, I think he's an interesting guy. He's probably my top waiver priority this week. Really? Yeah, there's
1: just not a lot there. I mean, we'll talk about some guys to to keep an eye on just in case they're somehow still out there. And if they are, those would obviously be my top. But if all of the guys are gone that we mentioned, he would be my top.
0: Demarcus Robinson, six targets, six receptions. That's That's efficiency at its finest. 172 receiving yards, two touchdowns. Average 28.7 yards yeah, per reception. That's, that's the kicker here. So here's what I want to know from you. It, I, I have this sense that we're just going to see a, a rotation of wide receivers through Kansas City, and it, it's just going to be a dart throw on a week-to-week basis. Yes, I don't care to go
1: pick up Demarcus Robinson. That might sound crazy, but six receptions and to get that many yards – that's not I'm going skeptical. to happen every week. We already saw Sammy Watkins go off and then, you know, have only forty-nine yards in the second week. I'm starting Sammy Watkins every week. I'm not tra- I mean, I'm not picking up Demarcus Robinson. Uh, Unless you want to pick him up and trade him to a sucker.
0: How about Michael Hardman? Buying in there at all?
1: Yeah, so he's one of the ones that I was going to say if he's still sitting out there. I'm pretty sure a lot of people were excited about him last week after Uh, the Tyreek Hill injury. So he's probably gone. But if he's still there, I would rather him than DeMarcus Robinson, even though Hardman had a much less crazy of a game. I just think his potential is a lot higher and
0: maybe more. he could be more consistent while Tyreek Hill is out. Hardman did have a touchdown called back, so it would have helped his day a little bit more. Um, Moving on, Nelson Aguilar, eight receptions for 107 yards and a touchdown. We talked about him a little bit earlier in regards to the injuries that occurred to the Eagles offense. I'm not spending a waiver priority on him because he, he might not be the long-term guy, but if you need a flex play this week, say one of your other guys was injured this week, I'm totally okay spending $10. $10.
1: I don't even want to do that. Nelson Aguilar has these games. It's just who he is. He, he goes off sometimes. Like last year, we see he had a 116-yard game and one touchdown, and he doesn't do much else for the rest of the year. He'll have some 80, 90-yard games, which is fine, but he has too many of those 12, 20, 30, 40-yard games to be able to play him consistently and feel good about it. I don't think he's the worst pickup. He You could definitely plug him in, and he's probably not going to get you zero points. He typically does something. I just... I'm not excited to ever have to play him.
0: Debo Samuel, five receptions, 87 yards and a touchdown. Yep. This is the guy that I'm most intrigued of out of all these ones. Dante Pettis played 49% of snaps yesterday. 49, zero targets. That is concerning. We can drop Dante Pettis. Move on.
1: Yeah. How did he play two snaps the week before that and got a target (laughs) and then played 49 this week?
0: I don't know what I don't know what the backstory is here, but I think it's officially time to move on from Dante Pettis. Goodbye. Debo Samuel looks later.
1: good out there. And I think he's one of those guys that can be consistent for you as the year goes on.
0: Yeah, he is not a, a plug and play automatic.
1: No, but he's someone I want on my bench. Like I, he's he was drafted by a lot of people. So unless they got impatient after week one, then he might not be on the waivers. But go check it out. He could have been a drop last week, and I would go pick him up.
0: 40% of snaps, so uh, Dante Pettis 49%, Debo Samuel 40%. He was on the field. It wasn't like a – Yeah, you still want to see that number go up. Yeah, and if he keeps playing like this, it will, and we'll see Dante Pettis' snaps go – down yeah so maybe down to two two snaps
1: (laughs) other people who maybe didn't have a great week this week but can do great uh darwin thompson with damian and mccoy out i think his usage can definitely go up in week three if either one has to sit
0: a lot of people dropped him after lashawn mccoy was added to the active roster definitely definitely somebody worth noting and maybe they just get him involved even if they don't Sit one of these guys. Maybe they start to get him more involved. If he looks good, great. And then James Washington, he should be out there should, on a
1: lot of waivers. And If he's
0: out there, he's my priority ad.
1: Same. I would be really excited. Just give him
0: a try. They, How much of your fab would you spend on James Washington? Because I feel like I'd spend 30 35% on him.
1: I'm never doing that for a wide receiver. I'm just not.
0: He could be a long-term Juju asset down, this season.
1: If Juju went down, then maybe.
0: No, I, Juju being on the field only helps, only helps him.
1: See, I'm still not that high on James Washington. I. I'm, it's a boom or bust
0: play. Like so both. for me, Mason Rudolph being on the field changes absolutely everything. I would do 10%. That's it. I just, I'm, I'm
1: saving my money for that running back that Cheapo. breaks out. But James Washington would be one of my top priorities in just a waiver. You want to talk situation.
0: about a running back? How about Rashad Penny? Saw more snaps this week. He saw 10 carries to Carson's 15. The The split seems to be narrowing between the two. Carson fumbled for the second week in a row. Eh? He, and Carson
1: hasn't done that great. He, no. I mean, he does not have a lot of yards on the ground. He's given the work. He <sighs> looks better than his stats are saying. I will say that Chris Carson runs. He angry. runs tough. He and looks. He, yeah, he is averaging three point five yards per carry right now. So not terrible. He's just given a lot of opportunity, and it seems like a lot of times he's just stuffed at the line. But then he he breaks out for you know twenty yards a couple times in a game. So I am I'm looking at Penny. And he might still be owned unless a owner got upset last week and dropped him, which money did. And I'm looking at Penny. I'm eyeing him out. He's not. He's not starting yet, start but definitely someone I'd be interested in having on my bench if Carson ever ever goes down. Penny is going to be a steal. Other people I'm looking for that was probably picked up last week. Uh, Terry McLaren, look out for him. 2 weeks in a row. He's a rookie for the Redskins. He looks really good. DK Metcalf is killing it for the Seahawks. W- Russell Wilson loves DK Metcalf. So go out on your waivers, see if he's still there. And then Always DJ Shark.
0: Glance. DJ
1: Shark is doing good. I mean, he had a second good week in a row. Clearly Minchu likes DJ Shark more than he likes D.A. D.A. rests the book.
0: Yeah, I'm out of all these guys, you know, I love some DK Metcalf. He has seen 13 targets through the first two games of the season. And it's not like Russell Wilson's just throwing to him while he's wide open. He's throwing him the ball when he's surrounded by defensive players. He clearly trusts DK Metcalf to come up with the the big play. This week came down with three catches, 61 yards and a touchdown. He looks fantastic. He looks like He looks like the top-end talent we thought he was. So
1: let me ask you a question. There's four guys out of this group that are on the waivers. There's Devo Samuel, Terry McLaren, D.K. Metcalf, and James Washington. This is totally just hypothetical. Which one would you want out of them? Who would be your top priority?
0: Uh, Probably Metcalf.
1: I do. We were at the game, and Russell Wilson, it feels like, is always looking D.K. Metcalf's way
0: he almost like there were times where he really looked to be the primary read like it was it was a straight look to to DK Metcalf
1: I'm still in love with
0: Terry McLaurin we both have our rookies yeah
1: okay so we're talking about a lot of guys that you could pick up who's some people you would be dropping after week two we now seen two full weeks of them Who's some people you'd be willing to drop to get one of these guys
0: I already said Dante Pettis.
1: Yeah, he he's gone.
0: He's he's totally gone until Dante you see Moncrief, him, if you still own him, oof. Yeah, fine. you need to you need to cut the cord, babe.
1: He'll be on the waivers all year long. Don't worry about that. Uh Jordan Howard, he's getting some carries. There's no upside with that dude. I'm I'm fine cutting him. There's really nothing
0: to hold on to him for. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned Jared Cook earlier. Yep, I would drop
1: him. What about Ronald Jones?
0: The, the, uh, the Bucks talked about That they're going to
1: increase his workload. We're all excited, thinking he's going to get rushes, and then Peyton Barber gets all of them, and he balls out. Gets four
0: carries. Not that he, not that he balled out. He saw a lot of volume this week, but he still did enough to get it done. You're talking about Peyton Barber, yes. And uh, I guess you drop him, but he looked really good in the first game. Like he genuinely looked good, but then. You saw him make stupid mistakes on the carries he did get, and you're like, you're looking at him, and he said, Ronnie, this is why you're on the bench, because there's a straight hole right up the middle, and you cut to the right. Why did you do that, Ronnie?
1: It's a little nerve-wracking to cut Ronald Jones, because if he gets the carries, I think he'll be pretty decent. I'm not cutting upside him yet. not
0: high. But, like, there were a couple people who saw the report, Uh, just before the game Thursday night that Ronald Jones was supposed to see an increased workload, put them in the lineup, and got burned hard. Would you rather Rashad Penny or Ronald Jones? Rashad Penny. Me too. Because both of them are staying on my
1: bench. Like, I'm not plugging in I'm not starting either of these guys. So I'd rather the guy with higher upside.
0: Yeah, I I think Penny's got the edge for me just because he is in a run-first offense. It's very clear to me that Tampa Bay – they want to get the passing game going. They got to work with Mike Evans a little bit more. He, he's looked a little rusty, but, I mean, we've seen that, that offense ball out. We've seen their pass catchers ball out. So I, just, I have a little bit more stock with Chris Carson and Rashad Penny to get it done together.
1: All right. Well, if you have any other questions about waiver pickups, feel Holler. free to tweet us.
0: Yeah, or at FF Ball Blast. Join
1: our Patreon, and you get access to our Slack, and you can talk to us in there, and we'll answer all your questions.
0: Yeah, we we do a weekly extra episode where we answer your questions, and then we do the full game previews for every single matchup coming your way.
1: It's a lot of information in there.
0: Oh, it is. And last week we had to record it twice.
1: No, that was two weeks ago.
0: Sorry. Two weeks ago, we had to record it twice. We don't
1: want people thinking that we're that stupid. It's twice twice? as nice. (laughs) We didn't
0: have to do it twice again this last week. We're not that... uh... I got it under control, guys. But we've got a really cool group of people out there. So check it out at patreon.com slash ballblast. Please, if you haven't yet, leave us a five-star review. It really helps others find the show. Um, Really, really important to... To us to help get our names out there because we we love what we're doing right now. We just want to spread the word, continue to grow. You guys are amazing. Um, don't forget to check out the Ross Tucker Podcast Network uh, at RossTucker.com. A lot of good stuff over there. Michelle, you got anything else for me today? I don't.
1: I hope you all won your fantasy leagues this week. All of them, every single one. Your weekly game. I guess you didn't win your fantasy league, but you know what I'm saying. I hope you all did great, and let's get you that week three win now.
0: Yeah, you got to you gotta keep moving on. You might be 2-0 and right now, but that means nothing because we got to keep this thing rolling. Get us your waiver wire questions on Twitter. I'm Kate at FFBallBlast. And I'm Michelle at BallBlastM, um, BallBlastEM. And we will see you guys on Thursday. Bye, y'all. Bye.